Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Rowe, and Raph on the SGP Podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. Hello, you're listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast in the world. This is the Smart Guinness Filipinos podcast. From week the, two. <laughs> week two of the Stan C World Tour. Holy Week World Tour. World Tour. Yeah, he's coming back home by the time you hear this. And meanwhile, for us, we were coming off of a really big weekend in wrestling. My God. Yeah. Uh, My God. You're like... 24 odd hours, 24 or so, plus plus hours removed from Strong Style Evolved and JPW's second, uh, second, second ever US special show. And it's not over. That's the thing. That's it's not over. It no, is no, over. No, their, their world tour will be continuing. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, New Japan will be back in the USA. Uh, this year, back in July, oh God. in Kamas' home turf, Mob got at the Cow Palace of the all the Cow Palace in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco baby. What was the last time a big uh, WWE sh- uh, wrestling show? But no I, way out. No way out. No way out was the last one because the thing is, is nobody running shows at the Cow Palace. No, because everyone else has Oracle now. Oracle wasn't as great back then. But like the cow is old, man. The cow is old. But the is, uh, the, the, when, they, when I heard that it was going to be in the cow palace, I was super surprised. That, yeah. There was no inkling, no hints, no nothing that they were looking at that venue. And the thing is, it's it seats. It doesn't seat ten thousand. Mm. Just just for context, doesn't seat ten thousand. Mm. It's not so bad. But the thing with the cow palace is just the configuration of the venue itself doesn't lend for a traditional WWE style viewing experience mm-hmm. that's why they don't book it as often and no, well, it, well and it they have well updated the it out, yeah. yeah they have they have the last updated time? it you were with the cow I've never been oh okay I mean I've only, I've only driven past it and be like oh yeah that's where Martin Yavera does his shows he's in top because it's the old old arena oh but then it's, it's not bad because the thing is um, ABS doesn't tend to do as many shows there so I have no reason to be there. Okay, okay. all right. So, uh, all right. Other than the big news that is the second U.S. show for NJBW, uh, we well, that was a crazy main event. You know, uh, I think we have to devote this entire space of this sh- of the show just to talk about the main event. Um, okay. Well, strong style, evolved, strong style evolved as a whole mm. is a good four hours. Mm. If you're gonna watch one match, mm. you gotta watch the main event. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, our friend Sam C has stated, and he is a non-NJPW fan. Like, well, he's not non-frequent watcher. Sure, okay, but he has stated that it is like the first tag team match in a long time that, that he has is. really truly cared about. Because, to be fair, it had a lot of storytelling involved. Too uh, much storytelling. It was a roller coaster of emotion. It was a glass case of emotion. My feelings 
Uh, I, I feel attacked. Yeah, yeah. In the it, words of our friends, I feel attacked. Yeah, yeah. You do feel attacked because I don't know. I think they. It was like the first time, or I, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it was like so, the first time uh, they went to those lengths to show, like, pro- like to, to display proper emotion and oh, follow. Uh, you know, tell a story that we can all follow. And it's even if you don't know, even if you the don't context, know all of the context, like all of the all of the callbacks, and there were way too many. Oh, yeah. And way the too basic many story is these, uh, the young bucks used to be Kenny's friends or they still are friends and they decided, you know, a bit of a friendly quarrel, sorry, yeah. a bit of a, fr- a friendly quarrel and it turned out, it turned into a huge war that, civil war, you know. Yeah, civil war pretty much that Kenny couldn't bear to go through. Yeah. You know? and, and you see it, and you see it all throughout the match. Right? Mm-hmm. The first time that he has an opportunity for the V-Trigger, he hesitates on mm-hmm. Matt. Oh. The second that Matt is down and prone, mm-hmm. you see him, like, he doesn't hesitate, but then Matt has to tell him, hit me, fucking hit me, yeah. Kenny. And then it's just like, you see this hesitation between the two, and it's a tension that just fucking works. Yeah, because it's, uh, again, it's an emotion that we can all relate to. I mean, who wants to hit their friends? Even if, I don't know, even if it's just what, uh, even uh, if it's in storyline. No, even if it's like, uh, you know, it's like friends. Oh. But then it's, it's, it's like, both both tag teams were coming into this show saying that they are the best. Mm. They are the best tag team in the world. And that and Bullet Club is fine. And that Bullet Club is fine. Well, one, the debate isn't settled. Mm-hmm. I have to say this. The debate isn't settled. Both tag teams are very close to the top. Recency effects says Golden Lovers. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, End of the day, no, I think uh, the Young Bucks edged the Golden Lovers in yes. this match. No, they did. They did in terms of storytelling. But uh. the thing is, it's not. It, it doesn't matter at this point because the match itself was so good, and the post match. Oh yeah, Jesus. the post match. I, I wasn't expecting that wrinkle from Matt. That <laughs> I, no, and not just from Matt, but from I like when it ended. When it ended, because what happened was you had the English announcement. Oh, these are your winners, the the Golden Lovers, and then the Japanese announcement comes, and then you think, okay, that's it, that's it. Walk to the back, end the show, have Okada come out and do the talkie talkie, mm. and then we're fine. Mm. But Cody comes out. Mm-hmm. Cody comes out and starts shit again, mm-hmm. and then you just look at it and you're like, well, this is gonna be great on being the elite. Yeah, and and it, and, and, and it was, and, and Cody was. shows his true colors now. Yeah, for real. And, you and know it was not fine. You know that things aren't fine and you know that everything is going to come to a head real soon. Like in the next in the next couple of months. So at the end of the day, we have a lot to look forward to before this feud is over because it is far from over. Yep. Uh, other things that came out of the show, uh, David Finley is challenging for the NG- uh, IWGP US Championship. Always great, yeah. Well, yeah, because the, there's the David Finley storyline with Jay White mm-hmm. because they were tagging together. They mm-hmm. were friends. They are friends. Another friendship destroyed, possibly. Yeah. And then you have Zack Saber Jr. fucking submitting Ishii. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that that's something that surprised me because Ishii never taps. Mm. Ishii never fucking taps, and then for. For him to lose this match so close to Sakura Genesis, where ZSJ is getting his title shot, mm-hmm. scares me for just a bit for Okada. You know Okada's gonna win. 
But ZSJ is going to make it interesting. Mm, mm. Uh, it's interesting to think of because of the circumstances surrounding it. The fact that ZSJ is like the first white guy to win in the cup in a while. Since Matt Bloom. In a while, yeah. Since in a, in a long, long while. So, um, what else did we have? Um, what if Marty, we actually go through it? Now? I don't think so. No, they have to They have to let Okada beat. Oh, them. yeah, Marty Skrull. Uh, Marty fucking Skrull, with Rey Mysterio. Marty Skrull fucking with... No, with Osprey and Mysterio. Uh, so, um, we got the... Rey Mysterio couldn't make the show because his bicep is still fucked up. He came out to do it's the It's not that fucked up. Eh? It's, not, it's not, but it's fucked up enough that he can't do this show. Sure, okay. So, we got... We got Liger versus Will Ospreay in what was fairly entertaining. Mm. And then at the end of it, Osprey calls out calls out Ray mm. and we get Marty Skrull beating the living shit out of mm. out of Will Ospreay at the end. Which gives us, as we just found out, a Sakura Genesis match for the for the junior heavyweight. Mm. How do you feel about that? Uh, it's good. It's just pretty much a rehash of what Stuff yeah. we saw in British wrestling. Yeah, it's 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 basically December last year. Uh huh. But I like where it's going. Yeah, they were headed. Do you think Ray's gonna be involved? In involved? No, I think I think he's involved in the aftermath because the timetable, given the timetable that they have between Sakura Genesis and what would be Super Juniors, Battle of the Super Juniors, conceivably yeah, do Sakura Genesis. But that's it. If he's going back to WWE, yeah, that's why. Nabarum. If they're gonna do Sakura Genesis with him, then when are we gonna see him and Osprey, diba? Mm. Yen Yun. I think nah, in the lead up to the BOSJ this year, he could do it. Mm-hmm. Like he, we could have that match now, Osprey versus Rey Mysterio one last time mm-hmm. before he gets to WWE, which would be fun. But you know, not so bad. Um, apart from that, there's the throw. Oh. The LIJ match versus the Gucci Japan. That was fun. I haven't, uh, I haven't caught it yet because I haven't finished watching the whole show. It is four and a half hours of insanity. But I don't have a job, so I can watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure, hours. sure. Oh my god, no. Okay, just if you haven't seen it yet, catch it. It's hella fun. Even though we know that Evil isn't back till Sakura Genesis, mm-hmm. this was a fun showing by the four. And at the end of the day, even the Gucci Japan does a good job. Even when they're they're like whittled. Yeah, they're whittled. They're whittled out, but they got Dragon. Yeah. We got Dragon Lee versus Hiromu. Just hey. a, just a bit of that, and every time that goes down, even if it's for like two minutes, it's really good. Mm. All right, so I think that's enough for. Oh wait, there one last bit on NJPW. Uh, uh. In July as well, they will be having UK shows at mm. Milton Keynes and Manchester. Okay. Right after so that this is like show. a solely NJPW branded show. <laughs> yep, nah, it's Strong Style Evolved UK. Okay, and it doesn't sound so bad, but if it's going to be continuing this series of excursions, I'm excited because they've last year was the first time that they really went out of their way to go to the states, mm-hmm. and then this year they're doubling up. They went from one show to four. In it's kind of the because um, you know the the UK associate affiliated shows are pretty much them anyway. So well, not logistically, but at the end of the day, they they're going full force Uh-oh. with the roster. Because before, right? like the Rev Pro shows, mm. it's two guys, three guys. Liger comes along for the lose. Mm. It's always two or three guys. Yeah, like half, well, the, well, ha- ha- half the roster. But then now it's like everybody. Sure. Okay, so that's there's a lot to look forward from New Japan going into. 
Q2, Q3 this year. Mm. Just on an international level. So, yeah, that's about it. All that's right, about all right. it for you to um, Other wrestling news. Uh, Shane McMahon has been infected or been hit, with, been afflicted with diverticulitis, which is the stomach condition that forced Brock to retire from the UFC the first time. This is kind of sad. because It's kind of sad because um, it was perfect there. The moment was perfect. Daniel Bryan is back. And then uh, it was all pretty much set up for Bryan's return, WrestleMania moment. Like There is no other perfect market for him than Shane McMahon. Yeah. But then, you know, uh, something unfortunate happens and we get this. And we are less than two weeks out? Yeah, we're less than two weeks out. And now they have to scramble... Um, Someone. Yeah, they have to scramble someone to be on Brian's side. Unless they really want to do the handicap match. You know what's really fun? Oh. What if it's Vince? No. <laughs> How about no? No, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, I don't... I'm disappointed. Oh. I'm disappointed just because diverticulitis is tricky. Hmm. My mom had it. Brock's had really? it. Really? Your mom had it? My mom had it. Um, <laughs> my mom had it for... A while, for it was, It's bad because they really have to cut out a part of your stomach. And shorten your lower intestines. I actually don't know what diverticulitis does. <laughs> it, it fucks with your insides. That's right. the thing. Right. Your your stomach lining can't handle, can't process food anymore, can't mm. take hits. So that's why, like, when it happened to Brock, uh, he really had to call it a day from UFC. Just because if you hit, if you hit that area while you still have it, you stand to fuck up your entire internal digestive system. So there's there's mm. that there's that to deal with. So it's not a quick fix. It's not something that you can recover from in three months or in a week. He won't be medically clear. Yeah, that's a problem with the anytime soon. And that's the thing. And apparently, even the problem with diverticulitis is that it makes even mundane tasks like eating and taking a shit hurt. So you have this wealth of you know circumstance fucking around with dream matches that we didn't know we wanted mm. up until last week so where do we, who who would you want to see on his side uh, I'm thinking logically now so the closest thing to me is Dolph Ziggler say, He's, he doesn't have anything going yeah he doesn't have anything going and he kind of owes Brian the authority figures for putting him in the spot he's been in Recently, like when? the fast lane stuff, the fast lane that stuff. was all because of Shane and Brian, right? Yeah, even yeah. after he relinquished the belt. Yeah, and and Ziggler also has history with Sammy and KO. True, for being in for that being same in match. That same match. Mm. So you know, you know ideal this. Uh, no. You know what? You know what ideal. The sorry, ideal. No, no, no. Yeah, but it's the idealist thing you're talking. No, it's, it's the most ideal situation. If we're going by what is what makes the most sense. You know, it would be the most. Okay, I have two cookie proposals. Uh, Number one is something that we saw that we had on the Smart Henry chat earlier. Sure, Kane. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Team Hell No. Team Hell No. Really funny versus Team Cam. It makes sense. Yeah, it, it's funny. It makes sense. Glenn I Jacobs is <laughs> Glenn Jacobs is still running for mayor. Yeah, he could use that. Yeah. Right? And then number two, and we know it's not going to happen, but Super Dragon put him in this nah, match. No, no. Put way. him in this match and make all the PWG fanboys happy. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. Does it get someone like Roderick Strong maybe help Ryan? But uh, it no, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. In, in Kane or Dolph Ziggler? You know, no, 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 no. Kane, Dolph Ziggler. I will accept nothing less. Yeah, we're good with that. Yep. Okay, anything... Well, I've we've barely seen Raw. We've barely seen Raw, so let's not talk about that. Because we have other pressing things to talk about. Such as... Are we, are we going through it now? 
such as this right, one, you, we've been be, promised. Right, before you clicked on this episode, you probably knew what you were getting into. Because we are fair. <laughs> and we have some, some sort yeah, some semblance of integrity. Kaipapana. Uh, no matter what other people say. We said we would do yeah, this last yeah, week. Yeah, we said we would do this because, you know, we gave MWF air t- uh, we gave, you know, MWF reviews airtime. Um, PWR yeah. gets all the yeah, airtime. Come on. Uh, I mean, it's it's only it's only right, I think. I think it is right. Yeah. I mean even and but the thing is we didn't go to the show. Yeah, we didn't go to the show. So we, we, didn't we have nothing show. to say. We have nothing to contribute to the guy. We just have questions and to if, ask. And if we don't do this, for sure, people are going to raise shit about why didn't they do it. Because this? people have been flooding the smart yeah. memory offices yeah. with comments yeah. and suggestions yep. about where to take this. Yeah. So, so we're doing this now. Um, today, on the this episode of the podcast, this week's episode, we have fellow writers, Anthony Quayo. What up, Who has guested on this podcast yeah, to review to review other promotions as well and PWR as well? Yes, we're back on the SPP podcast. Yes, Anthony was uh, at the show with uh, yeah at at, at at Valkyrie a couple wow. of weeks ago. We partying at Val. Yep, week. partying at wow. Val with our friends. Who with did, our friends? With our friends, the and, ones and who did the reviews. Yeah, because we were not there. Camus and I were not there. Anyone associated with this podcast were not there. We can't really say anything smart, snarky about the whole thing, and we don't want to. Yeah, just it's yet. fair. It's it's uh, it would be unfair of us. Yes, yes, because we just have questions oh. here. So oh, we are getting Anthony's objective take on on the whole thing because no, no, I trust Anthony. To give it. I trust take. Anthony yeah. with my life as well. No, and the tone of this. Uh, don't get me wrong. I know I'm sounding a little sketchy right now as I talk as I speak about this, but. No, I, I really, we really did think that Anthony was uh, the best bet to give an honest review because we didn't get the guy who did the smart hand review, Mark De Hoya. He did the written version. <laughs> yeah, you know, and he has a lot of heat. <laughs> we didn't. Let's be honest. He has a lot of heat. Let's be honest. He has a lot of heat. At the same time, so get another take on this. At the same time, we did not get the take of fellow smart Henry contributor and rappler writer for wrestling. No, Wesley has his own take. Yeah. Wesley has his own take. So, we're giving you a third take. Oh, so bali tatlo na to. Tatlo, nakatatlo kayo. Actually, pangatlo na nga. Oh, pa-apat. Oh. If, we, if we're counting Martin. Martin! 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 Martin. Martin. Shadow. Shadow. Martin from When in Manila. Shoutouts to you, sir. So, he's getting one too. So, you have had three you full days. You Martin with the review? Hmm? With his review? I think it's out. Okay. It's out, it's out. It's out, it's out. It's out. Alright, so anyway, uh, Anthony uh, was at the show yes. a couple of weeks ago. And you know, wait, actually, by the time this is airing, you would have a fourth in Kayfabe Cafe. Sure, okay. That's coming out too. This oh, is like the fifth. Yeah, this is fifth. So this fifth. is the fifth. This is probably going to so be the fifth. So many takes. Take on the debut of the newest wrestling promotion in the Philippines, Art of War Wrestling. On the right. Genesis. Yeah, yeah. On the, the Genesis of Art of, of the art. beginning. <laughs> of the origins. Yeah. Of the Genesis. Off McGillicuddy. <laughs> all right, I think uh, all right, I'm going to ask before the, before you start the actual review. What were your expectations heading into AOW's very first show? Okay, uh, I'm sure a lot of you who saw how they've been promoting on Facebook, how oh. they've been uh, uh, plugging their show. Uh, two words probably stood out to you mm-hmm. you know, promotion and that, and yep. that was hard style or legit. I heard. Yeah, also legit. Mm-hmm. So, ako, 
my expectation heading into the show was number one, what exactly is hard style? It's something that seems very integral. It's something that seems very core to your personality mm-hmm. as an organization. So ano yun? So that was one. Number two was sino yung mga wrestlers ninyo, right? Uh-huh. Art of War is a new promotion. We know how many guys build on the card. One, two, two. So part of me was very curious to see sino yung, who was your generation of talent? Who was your... Who else was on, who the, else was on the card? Mm-hmm. So and even though, Because even though they did release some form of a card... They did. They did. Oh, yeah. Uh, in their press con, yeah. And the, during the press con, we want to know what these guys are about. Yes, and they also had their character vignettes. Vignettes. Their AOW case files. Case files. Case files. Which sort of gave us insight onto who their characters are, but uh, going through the show, some of it I came to realize may not be what was in the videos, or at least they gave. A different spin to it? What, what, what does that mean? So, Pyro, are you, are you trying to say or, that that what you saw online versus what you saw at the show was different? Was different? Yes. Okay. I, I'm going to get into that later. And I know MDJ went into it in his review. Sure. So, we have the same sentiments on that. So, basically there, uh, in general, I was actually excited. I was a little looking forward to watching the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the third promotion in the Philippines. It's something new. It's something fresh, and it's wrestling. Uh-huh. You know? so, and we love wrestling. And yeah, we love wrestling. So let's start. Let's start at the very start. Before you got in, oh, okay. what time did you get to to the Valkyrie <laughs> BGC proper? Okay, no. Uh, I was in Valkyrie. Uh, I had a birthday lunch in Valkyrie, so I was there since twelve. Okay. And then I hung out with some friends. That was really, ah, yeah, birthday lunch. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I hung out with some friends. I hung out with MDJ. I met up with him before the show. Okay. So, while waiting for him to get an early dinner, you were like, okay, so we'll probably get in Valkyrie by 6 p.m. Because the show starts at... 6, right? Oh, 7. 7. 7 seven right? But they said that gates would be open by about 5, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, by 5. By around 5.30, around 6, we're going to kebab restaurant. Because there's a kebab restaurant okay, outside okay, Valkyrie. Sure, right? sure, yes, sure. yes, yes. I'm. Wait, tagala. Yeah. And then we were asking the guys, uh, the guys that we know, so the MWF guys, some of the PWR guys who were there, mm-hmm. like, "Nipo ba tayo papasok? Nipo ba starting show?" And then all of us were like, "Wala." Eh. So immediately the day did not start out on a good note uh-huh. because we ended up getting delayed. Very, very delayed. What time did you get into the venue? <laughs> wow. Uh, if I remember right, we probably got into the venue an hour and a half later okay. than was expected. Okay. Just, just uh, curious. Wait. Yeah. Uh, there's a joke here that I'm going to share. Na Go ahead. Just Your sums review? up how delayed the whole thing was. Okay. I don't remember if it was MDJ or I don't remember if it was one of the MWF dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But someone said na. Wow, this delay took longer than that delay in your first MWF show. For oh, the main yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's true. If you remember so that, that was before the Manila rules, uh, match, oh yeah, had that a was long intermission. That was like forty minutes. Forty-five, yeah, forty minutes, minutes yeah, 40, 45 so, minutes. Yeah. So, okay, much longer than that. 
So eventually, people started uh, getting admitted into Valkyrie. Okay. So we lined up. Our bags were inspected. Of course, as yeah, is, yeah. As yeah. is yeah. usual in a club. Yes. yes, we're entering a club. Buti nilang pinayagan nila yung mga naka-shorts and yung mga naka-saddles. Ay, may hindi No, kasi no, the no, dress code does not apply. Yeah, well, I was assuming the dress code applies for like the usual nights. Yeah. Yes. So, mm, okay. So, and eventually we made our way inside Valkyrie mm-hmm. for uh, Art of War Wrestling. Okay, so set the scene for us. What what was it like production-wise? How was, how was, how was it all set up? How all was right. the ambiance? So, have you have both of you been to Valkyrie? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, so yes. you know when you get into Valkyrie, there's a lot of lounge chairs, yes, the, the floor, floor, yeah, the, the, floor the VIP section. So basically, you still had those lounge chairs. You still had a Valkyrie looking exactly as it looks like, except that in that yung middle dance, dance floor, floor part, yeah. there was no dance floor. Instead, there was a ring. A ring. Okay. okay. So okay. the stage was retained. Yeah, the stage was still the there. Stage. The lounge chairs were still there. You just added a ring and a bunch of chairs okay. surrounding it. Nice chairs? Uh, usual monoblock yeah, chairs. Okay. I saw those pictures of a monoblock chair. Right? Just checking if it was anything so, exceptional. Since MDJ and Boise and all of us got VIP oh. chair, uh, VIP tickets, mm. okay. so we got to sit in front. How did you get VIP tickets again? Uh, you just order. You say, Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want VIP tickets. Because the setup was the first six rows. Yeah. Ringside rows were VIP. Oh. Okay. The rest were for general. General admission. And then the upstairs area. I have no idea what the upstairs area was for, but I think. But there were people. But there were people. Okay. It could have been for family. Okay. The so, wrestlers, family of the company. Mm, okay. So. We sit down. Wait, wait, wait. So, just to clarify, you paid for your ticket, sir? Yes, we did. Okay. We paid for a ticket. I gave the person at the reception of Valkyrie, at the lobby of Valkyrie, 500 pesos okay. for my ticket. Just to, just, just to so clarify. this is yeah. not a solicited review. Yes. This is a review which we spent our own money on. Okay. Because just, of just integrity. Making that, making that clear yes, here. Yes, we're very clear here. Okay. So immediately when you when we sat down, the vibe was very Valkyrie-ish. Like Valk music ba yung tumutok to? Uh Resident Valk DJ ba yung tumutok? Valk music ba? Ni ni ko malala kung Valk music <laughs> pero it's something that is definitely different from what PWR and MWF do. Yeah. Okay. Uh okay. owing to the huge fact that well, we're in a club. Okay. okay. So it's very, you know, Club vibes. It's very dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see people uh, chilling around in the yung circular chairs, group chairs okay. nila. No alcohol. No alcohol. Yes, no alcohol. Interesting, interesting. interesting. Which I, I was actually surprised, and then I realized may mga bata, so ah, ba- right. baka na walang alcohol. Sure. Okay. Okay. So children were present in a club. That makes sense. But there was no alcohol, which yeah. means they were responsible enough yeah, to do no, that. So okay, that's good. That's props good to that. that. Props to that. So. And the whole general vibe was very chill. It was very... Uh, it wasn't too bright. The only bright lights were, of course, the one in the ring. And the, the big... Uh, what do you call that? Parang Python nila. LED screen. And the LED screen showing okay. the AOW logo. Sure. So, 
integral to the environment of this, and this is something that I actually really liked about the show. Okay, was their hype man. Yeah, uh, the MC, MC Dash. The MC Dash. MC right? Dash. Stan's so, colleague. Stan's colleague on... Wave 89.1. Wave 89.1, yes. So, MC Dash is not your typical ring announcer. Sure. Yes. Right? So, he's not you, Poch, normally, he's not Sunny Go. Yeah, he's not Sunny Go, he's not Poch. He's not the guy that came before Poch in okay. PWR. Okay. Uh, you know, your typical ring announcer because you go in, you enter, you announce the match, you announce the participants. You get out. You get out, and then you come back in to announce the, the winner match. and the next match. Yeah. Um, Dash was doing that, and then he did a little more beyond that in the oh. sense that he was a gener- generally a hype man for the show. Not just so, for one talent. Not just for one talent, not just for one particular wrestler. He was hyping up the whole show in between matches, during intermission, before the main event. Typical to what a normal club DJ would be doing to get the crowd pumped up. So he was very loud. He was very loud. He was very... Uh, uh, the vibe I got from him was very welcoming. Sure. In the sense that he was a crowd. He gets people pumped up. Are you excited for the main event? Are you yeah. excited for the next match? More so interactive on. than your He's usual. He's much more interactive. And I thought that was a very good touch. Because uh, we're in a club. Yes. The environment of Valkyrie is something that lends naturally to these kinds of approaches. Okay. So, yeah, so uh, it was apropos. Yes, very, uh, very apropos. And uh, for me... Uh, MC Dash his whole shtick his whole because um, that's not a gimmick duty. that's not a gimmick yeah. if he's doing exactly what that's him that's really is. him uh, was one of the uh, better parts of the show okay so that's right? a that's a, that's an it's up plus. for, for okay. yeah so we're starting the review uh, on a good note okay right, so we go to the first match so okay. the bell rang uh, we were welcomed to AOW Genesis Okay. So no bullshit first match again. Yeah. First match. Yes. No no promo, no video. No, it was like uh, 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 uh. Ah, you know, sorry. Uh, they played the Philippine anthem. Oh, okay. Okay, which okay, that's nice. It's always a classy touch. Good touch. Uh, and then we got a quick video package and then MC Dash introduces us to the first match. Okay. So the first match was a tag team match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it pitted the team of High Proof against 730 Tempest. Okay. Teams. Yes. 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 She yung guy in Apollo who was ah, getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. who was yeah, attempted yeah. to get robbed. Yeah. And the mugging victim. A guy we did not see in the vignettes. Okay. His name is Zera. He's a masked guy. Ah, okay. And so, yeah. uh, typical masked luchador style wrestler. Right? Okay. So actually, uh, the guy he resembles the most is, if you're familiar with New Japan, if you're familiar with Bushi, uh, Bushi. <laughs> sorry, I'm very sorry. <laughs> 
That's what you get for working in Chalky. Yeah, 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 I know. Bushi. Uh, I'm going to say Bushi because Okay, uh, so Bushi, Bushi. Yeah, Bushi. Of L-I-J. Okay. Of L-I-J. Okay. Right. So, thoughts match. on the match. Thoughts on the match. Uh, it was actually a nice opener. Okay. And so, immediately what stood out in this match, number one, Razael and Uno Salvador, or mm-hmm. High Proof, okay. uh, they have a natural swagger to them. Okay. Right? And it's actually really nice seeing that play out because it makes um, it makes the work it makes the match look a little smoother. Mm-hmm. Uh, organic yung ano, yung, yes, organic. Yung, yung okay. In particular, Razael has this whole vibe of a Pinoy street smart dude. Okay. Uh, if you watch yung mga Pinoy action flicks, mm-hmm. and then you know there's the Good the guy, style. the FPJ style, yeah. okay. and then there's the big mafia, Salonga. yeah, Ashen Salonga, and then Ashen Salonga has all these underlings, has all henchmen. these henchmen. Yes, Razael yeah. is a perfect fit for that character, that mm-hmm. kind of character. He comes across as I, I don't want to say goon or no, sige, tama, tama, pero I'm not saying it in a demeaning manner. So he's an underboss? Sort of. Underboss, like one peg below underboss? Could be. Okay. Right? So uh, lieutenant, lieutenant in the mob type. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he carries himself with an air of Pinoy swagger, uh-huh. speed swagger, sure, which was sure. a nice touch. Okay. Right? The real highlight of this match, so it's a typical match na, okay, high proof uh, dominate early on. Uh-huh. They isolate, well, what's his name? They isolate Ace Clark. But the real highlight of this match is when Ace Clark gets the hot tag mm-hmm. to Zera. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Zera yeah. is the masked guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then Zera just goes for the next couple of minutes. He just goes on a rampage and gets the entire club, gets the entire audience just pumped up. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, none of this is new or none of this is uh, innovative at all. Mm-hmm. So this is your typical... Hot tag, Luchador comes in, uh-huh. cleans house, he hits his, uh, he hits a dive from the top rope, he hits a wheelbarrow face buster, uh-huh. he hits all these good Lucha things, uh-huh. basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, the crowd reacted very well. I reacted very well. Why is that a was, butt? Hmm? Why is that a butt? No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's not a butt. Yeah, okay, no. And the crowd say... reacted very well. Okay. I reacted very well because <laughs> this was something very exciting. You know, okay, first yeah. match and here we're, we're seeing the potential Wrestling. for the We're rest of the show potentially if this was what the rest of the card would look like then we okay. would be for one uh, we would be in for one hell of a night mm. okay so as as do all good opening matches yes do. so uh, in terms of the opening match so far it was actually very good okay mm. uh, it got me excited for the rest of the card which is what the opening match should mm. be yeah and uh, sorry uh, 7.30 Tempest 1 okay mm. so Zera, after he got this uh, hot tag, moves in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace Clark hit a shining wizard okay. uh, to pick up the victory over sure. Hyper. Okay. Okay. So at that point, I was very excited. I was very pumped up. Natuwa ako. Okay. It was also at that point where I realized something that could be very uh, problematic or very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right? So to set you, uh, so to give you, um, to let you visualize. What I'm seeing. Okay. So if you look at the ring, kasi say papasok ka ng Valkyrie. Yes. You see the ring. You see the and ring. And the left side. Okay. Right. And immediately, what catches my eye on the left side is that 
yung ring, mm. you see, I see the plywood underneath. Oh, no. But you can see it from where you were sitting? I, yeah, I was very near. Okay, so... I was oh, in sure, ringside. Sure. Okay. Right, 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 so you were ringside and you could see the I could see the wood, wood and there was a crack in the wood. After the first match? It happened during the first match. Okay, okay. okay. There was okay. a crack in the wood that you yeah. could see. So, wow. Parang may slight, may slight part ng ring na naka uh-huh. okay. right? shit. And feeling ko hindi siya kita galing sa ibang parts ng okay. club. Pero sa amin, nasa harapan mo talaga. Okay, okay. So immediately, the first thing dangerous. Uh, that comes to mind is, okay, this might not be good. This might be a little dangerous, you know? Okay. Or, and I hope that the wrestlers pick up on it, they see it, and they work their match oh. around it. Oh, okay, okay. So Away I don't it. want to see any... Anyone with a shard of wood in their back. Yeah, because that would be very bad. Okay? Immediately, mm-hmm. it's as if AOW was reading my thoughts because before the second match, here comes AOW commissioner, mm-hmm. AOW uh, their general manager, um, general manager of sorts, sorts, Brian Finnegan. What is his official position? Uh, general manager. Wait, let me let me dig that up. So anyway, okay, so Brian Finnegan, Brian, Brian, yeah, Finnegan. Yeah. Brian Finnegan coming out and explaining why that ring came to be, okay? or. Why uh, the how ring? How they, the how ring. they how came they across the ring? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so what did happen? Um, it's a ring that was a donation from their sister company, which uh, is which is the MMA promotion URCC. Okay. okay. That's what and they said is the story. So, okay. and so because if even from anywhere in the crowd, you could notice that the ring did not look like your typical wrestling ring. Okay. Like, unang match pa lang, someone tried to run the ropes, and it wasn't... I, I don't even have a proper term caught? for that. It wasn't par- caught. Par- it's not... Walang tension. Yeah, there, there wasn't much tension it, in it at all. Okay. Uh, nung first match, Zara even attempted a 619, and it was almost... Uh, it was a miss... Because of the ropes, if they were uh, taut enough, the parang he couldn't get enough traction to yeah. get the full rotation. From yes, exactly. Time. So he addressed that, saying, uh, "Okay, this is a donation ring, blah blah blah. This is from URCC." And before he could explain any further, mm-hmm. he was interrupted by he was interrupted by a man. That many of you are probably familiar with. All right. This okay. also marked the return of a certain, yeah, that guy, classical that guy. Brian Leo. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So our feelings aside, yeah. How did the promo go? Okay. Right. How did the promo go? Uh, I'll be very honest here. I actually like the promo. Okay. Okay. So there is this part of me that misses or that missed seeing classical Brian Leo do his thing. Okay. You know, the arrogant first world, I come from a first world, blah, 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 foreigner thing. Uh-huh. Right? So it was good seeing that again. Right? Yeah. Well, did you notice any evolution from the character from the last time that you saw him in a PWR ring? <laughs> not at all. Or at least okay. not right away. Right? Okay. okay. It felt like this was seeing the same classical Brian Leo that we last saw in PWR. All right. All right. Uh, and you know, parang he just took a long. If you were in, in the know, in the wrestling business, mm-hmm. it, it was just like okay, he took a long sabbatical and now he's back. 
doing so the same thing. So he went into hibernation thing. and then he comes yeah, out. Parang, like, yeah, parang yan. Tulog siya na matagal. So that prompted, so that prompted his shtick of, okay, I'm the best wrestler here. I'm the okay. star. Blah, blah, blah. Any other bullet points that you'd like uh, to add? Brian Finnegan, this is a, a highlight for me. Okay. Or one thing worth pointing out. Brian Finnegan held his ground mm-hmm. against classical Brian Lee. So, He's not your typical uh, pushover. 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 Yeah. So like he held him down. <laughs> he looked at Brian Lee face to face, and then he told him, "Well, actually, you're gonna meet the man who you're facing tonight." But didn't they already meet? They already met oh, in their press conference. Yes, but they, that would be the first time they came face to face for the night ah, for the okay, show, okay, right? okay. which prompts out the entrance of. Nuke. Nuke. Okay. Does Nuke have a last name? Uh, so, uh, when we were checking, yung, when we were asking AOW, when MDG was asking, his uh, name is Pete Baldo. So, he's Pete the Nuke. Baldo. Baldo. Oh, so okay, see? Oh. See? See, there's a point to this, sir. Right? So, the Nuke is <laughs> like... It's a, it's a, it's a moniker. It's a moniker. Yeah, so, he built the that? Nuke Baldo. Okay. Right? So, and immediately, <laughs> the thing that strikes me about Nuke is, well... He really looks the part, right? Okay. So when you think of some, when you hear the word nuke, kasi, you think of someone massive. You think of someone. Uh, I mean, word for this. You think of someone that comic. Comic? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. See, see, see. I'm just okay, yeah, build, exactly. Build, okay, chat, okay, and you think cool. of something high energy, right? Okay. So it's a nuke. So it has lots of. Uh, lots of boundless energy and that's exactly what Nuke is okay so he goes around he slaps the fans hands at ringside he's all pumped up he goes in and he immediately gets into Brian Leo's face okay right before things could escalate any further Mm -hmm. here Brian Finnegan announces oh by the way your match tonight the main event is going to be for the AOW championship not the AOW Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Heavyweight. Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Right? And so they call their weight classes. Uh, it wasn't much defined. Okay. okay. So but wala, they, wala. And then out comes the belt. I'm yeah, assuming. and out comes the belt. Okay. Uh, which uh, you might have seen uh, on online. pictures online. Okay. Right? So, yeah. what did I think about that segment? I was honestly very surprised. Because prior to the card, there was no announcement. Yeah, yeah. No announcement. this is a big controversial point yeah. about the show. In that, right away, without any alarm, without any warning, no may, fanfare yeah, whatsoever. Me, 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 championship match, and then obviously CBL puts himself in the championship match in the main event just because he's a former champion. And I guess nope gets uh, in what there. we want to know is what are your thoughts on that particular decision? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's uh, so it's worth pointing out that this is the first promotion that in the Philippines that on their first show debuts a belt immediately debuts a belt yeah PWR did not do that for a long while did not do that hasn't and still hasn't yes and AOW immediately on the first night says here is what people are fighting for okay how do you feel about the look of the belt since we're on it Uh, the look of the belt to me is fine uh, it looks decent at least. It doesn't look garishly bad or outrageous. Okay. Uh, although MDJ who was sitting beside me did point out that the belt looks a little thin. 
Okay. Well, that's that's an I, opinion, but yeah, that's an opinion. We haven't because we haven't really seen photos yeah, of yeah. the belt. I wasn't able else. to see the belt up close. Okay. Uh, very much. And when I did see it up close after the show, it was you know well. We were in Valkyrie. It's a little it's dark. It's dark. Okay, that's so fine. we weren't able to get a good look at it. So hopefully, AOW comes out with a nice picture of it soon. Stock photo. With a stock it's photo, photo of it. Or at least in a, well, a well-lit photo of okay, it. Okay, so we get more of the details about okay. So, okay. So enough about the belt. What was the next match? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, there's uh, more. My thoughts on that. Oh, okay. Yung, so uh, introducing a belt. So I'm actually a fan of a belt being introduced immediately. Yeah. Right? So let uh, let me say that lang. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it because it gives the whole roster something to fight for. Yeah, yeah. Well, your promotion here is a belt. Here is the some. top guy of the company. Go this is fight your top over prize. This. this is your right? top prize. Go for so, it. So, oh. what I wasn't too sure about was that they made the main event immediately the title match. Mm, right? Not it wasn't it wasn't here's the belt. We'll talk about things later. Oh, we'll yeah. build up to it. In yeah, we'll build up to it in a yeah. future show. If you no. win, you get a unique opportunity. Yeah, so immediately it was, oh, you're the main event. Surprise, you are now also a title match. Okay. Hey! So, okay, so... Why doesn't that sit well with me? Because part of it is going back to what Ro mentioned earlier, na, well, it's classical Brian Leo. He's the guy with name pedigree in AOW. Okay. And immediately he's the guy... With around here who gets a title match so the first thing that comes to my mind is okay so I can get why you'd give him a title match but why Nuke? Nuke well apart from CBL no one else in that on the roster has had a proper match anywhere else in any exactly. other promotion so like what yes. what what is going to tell us now okay Nuke is ready to fight for the championship right. it comes across as abrupt okay. to me it, rushed. Yeah, it comes across as rushed, right? So, ideally, kasi yun nga, you introduce the belt, maybe you tell the roster, okay, well, we're gonna look at how your opening matches this show go, mm-hmm. and then in the next couple of shows, if you impress, say, Brian Finnegan, maybe you get the title match. Okay. Right? It's supposed to be something, you know, you work for. You na build door. Yeah, he can't just because like even in the most recent example that we've seen of a built debuting like the cruiserweight classic. Yeah, it exactly. Came at the end when everyone was like, "You're gonna get the big shiny trophy, but we're adding a belt." Yeah, exactly. At least you fought for it. You thing. fought for it. You're um, at the point where you eliminated all these other guys. Mm-hmm. Here's a belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, all well and good. Here it was more of well, this is your first show. Here's you a have belt. name pedigree. Here's a belt. And because okay. you're the, you're in the main event, you are now a title match. Mm. Okay, so we'll see where this goes. We'll, we'll see on. where this goes moving forward. Okay. I feel like um, they didn't need to make the the match a championship match because if they wanted to anchor the whole show around the title, the mere fact that it exists should be enough. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that could have been done in pre-show promos. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Apparently, in the lead up too, you could have said. And we're also introducing the belt. Yeah, not even the fact that uh, someone has to be champion tonight, right? Mm-hmm. More like, okay, we have a belt, and then the rest of you will now be fighting, you know, whatever, will be ranked, whatever, and then we'll figure it out next show. Yeah. You know, something like that. Because to be honest, you know, looking at it, AOW is a clean slate mm-hmm. for everyone exactly. involved, mostly. 
So you have this entire roster of guys who haven't, who we haven't seen as Pinoy wrestling fans, and we don't know how good they are. We don't know what level they are against each other, right? Yeah. In kayfabe or otherwise. So putting the belt up, yeah, would have been nice, right? At a later point. Exactly. Right. So, so those anyway, are, those are the thoughts. Uh, let's move to the second match. Second the second match. match was an intergender match. Ooh. Right. So it pitted Silent D. Uh, against uh, the first female wrestler we see from uh, the first female warrior we see from AOW which is Starling okay right? so Silent D has a manager okay his name is Oni he's this big guy with uh, some face paint and I, well, at first I was wondering okay sino tong kasama niya ito ba si Silent D like uh, my first thought was who is Silent D? Uh, the big guy in the coat was Silent D. <laughs> okay, right? and that the guy accompanying him was Oni. Oni, Oni, right? Okay, because so, you know Oni, it's Japanese, demon, yes. it's dark, it's brooding. And then the big guy cuts a promo, and then he says, "Now nah, he's Oni," and then the silent guy is silent. is silent D, which I then realized, okay, that makes sense. Nishin <laughs> So he is silent. Right? So Silent D is silent. He is very <laughs> silent, right? So his manager Oni, the uh, the big uh, guy with paint, is the one that does all the talking. Right? Okay, how do you feel about the manager? Because this is the first time that we're really seeing a manager type strictly strictly tied to one talent. Uh, right? My first thought on the manager was number one, Ega, this guy, this guy looks familiar. Okay, where have you seen him before? Wait, did you, have you seen him in like commercials or something? In what? Commercials. TV. No, no, no. I, 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 yung first thought ko, uh, katabi ko sa MDJ, no, was like, oh. dude, hindi ba familiar tong guy na to? Parang, I feel like we've seen him in a wrestling show before. Okay, maybe in an audience. Maybe, no. Yeah, maybe in an audience role. Okay. Right? So, hindi ko siya maalala exactly at that time. Alright. Right? Anyway, Oni's shtick is that he's a little bit crazy. He's a, he has a little bit of a manic, high-pitched voice. And basically, yeah. his mission is that he wants to make the world a happy place. Right? He's so, a demon? Is he a demon? Wait, I just have to clarify that. Is he a that. demon? Is he I, I, he I, I, revealed I, himself I as a demon. He is n- not explicitly, pero if you look at the radio guestings prior, okay. he was wearing a, an Oni mask. Okay, yeah, like yeah. the typical yeah. Japanese. Yeah, he didn't have the Oni no mask, mask on yeah. Genesis. Oh, okay. Right? okay. So just, just his face but with why? some paint. <laughs> So maybe this is something that they'll okay. expound on in later later shows in, later in, shows. in other media. But what we do know is he's a manager. He's bigger than his actual yes charge. his actual charge, and he's <laughs> he's what's this called? He's big and he's, and he's manical. He wants to make the world a happy. And place. He wants to make the world a happy right? place with Silent Whatever D. That means, with Silent D by his side with okay. Silent D as his uh, muscle, I guess, or his wrestler. Okay. So, we go on to the match, and here's the thing about the match. Uh, hmm. There isn't, for me, there isn't a, a whole lot to talk about it. Okay. Right? Number one, it was very fast. How fast? Two minutes Okay. Wow, that's right? quick. That's Maybe quick. a couple of minutes. So, the only things of note in the match mm-hmm. were was silently getting an, a submission move locked in early, mm-hmm. and then Starling just winning with a spine buster. So... Parang she that was the silent bulk of the rules, catches him in a spine buster, Boom. throws him down, one, two, three, pin. Were you surprised by that? Result? I was surprised. Because I was like, whoa, wow, I'm bliss. And, and the girl won. And the girl won. 
that which is good, yes, you know, which is good, awesome, yes. Uh, but you know, prior to the match, you didn't get described that it would be such a squash match. Okay. Like, uh, look at uh, say in the WWE when you look at how a squash match goes, you usually know who's doing the squashing. Yes. Like when Braun Strowman was going on his rampage, you knew that he was winning because he's well, going to murder James Ellsworth. Well, look at his competition. Yeah. This didn't have that, and uh, when they faced off early on, I thought it, it would be more of an equal match. Hmm. And with Orny making his presence known, I thought it would have been ended with Orny with an interference, hmm. right? okay. which happened after the match. Because oh, okay. after the match, Orny then goes, "Well, Silent D isn't your actual foe, you know. What? Silent D isn't the guy I want you to face." And then so Oni has a second you, charge? Yeah, he has a second charge. And out comes this bigger woman, this hulking woman called Jara Frost, who then destroys... Hulking woman? What does that mean? Uh, uh, she's imposing. Okay, okay. more imposing more than imposing than Silent D. Oh, more imposing than the dude, more imposing than the actual uh, I think I missed this part in the review, yeah. that there was a second woman. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So Jara Frost comes out and annihilates Starling. Basically, was it an official match? No, it wasn't. It okay, was just, so it was just a run, run in after the match. And here we get the reveal that Oni, Silent D, and Jara Frost—they're a group. Do they have a name? Uh, they didn't mention anything. Okay. So, just, just curious so, for branding purposes. It, uh, I liked it. It creates some intrigue. That okay, who is this Jara Frost? Wow, she destroyed Starling in one move. And moving forward, it gives uh, them something to build on. Okay. okay. That's a, something. Something. But, but at the end of the day, three, two girls is not the division. We know that very well. Yes. Right? Yeah. Although we'll the get, only girl. Well, yeah. They're not the only girls because we'll get into that later yeah. on. Sorry, oh, okay. so how's this whole thing? Right? So the whole thing, <laughs> uh, my vibe hit after that second match was like, okay, medjo. It took the wind out of the sails. Okay. Right. Right? I say the first match got had you pumped up, you had you excited, and then the second match just ends like that. Okay. okay? The third match uh, was the machine against Rex the Flex Go. Right? Rex Go. Was Rex he, did, go. did Rex Go get a get a case file? I don't think. Parang hindi. Parang hindi. So I don't remember his he name. was just a random yeah. surprise random. dude. Na Rex the Flex Go. And the machine, as you know, you probably know him. He okay. was, but he for was, the benefit of those who don't, the, for the benefit of those who don't, machine is a hulking man. Uh, who he's he, a big guy. He's a big guy. He's yeah. a big guy. He's intimidating. He was part, He was allied with whom before? Um, the network. The network, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was allied with the I'm network before. Network and PWR. Okay. okay, so the match itself is. Again, another very fast match. Eh? How fast? Much faster than the second one. Oh, this okay. match is just really machine destroying his opponent from the start, hitting his nightmare slam. Okay, and then match over. Oh, eh? so it, 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 there was there was nothing else apart from the nightmare slam. R- you, you mean in terms of Rex Go? Voila. Voila. Okay, right, so okay. it's just machine annihilating the competition. And at this point, I was thinking, uh, okay, that's two. Quick, quick matches, matches in, in a row. row. Like, okay. what is happening? Okay. Like, you don't usually get that. Yeah. And at that point, I started to backtrack. Na parang, okay, late tayo pumasok. Tapos yung second and third match, mabilis. 
related ba tong dalawang to? Ay, those were those were my thoughts. Right, Kasi right, parang, right. you know, uh, I'm assuming that they had to end by a certain time because, yes. you know, Valkyrie turns into an actual party case after that. And they need that, uh, they need AOW to end. So, yun yung mga thoughts na nasa Anyway, after that, uh, Machine, so Machine is celebrating the ring. This dude comes out. Who was this dude? Uh, his this dude is Cherry Jerry. How would you describe Cherry Jerry? So Cherry Jerry looks like uh, he's a little bit gangly. Okay. He looks a little bit. <laughs> okay, fine. He is gangly. Okay. Yeah. He looks like your typical awkward teenager. Okay. Right? So he comes out there. He's all smiles. He's waving to the crowd. Okay. Right? Very facey things. Yeah. Very facey things. And then Machine just looks at him and is like, "What the fuck?" So Machine tosses him to the ropes. And you've probably seen this video clip on yeah. K-Fabe Cafe, Cafe, the, the choke uh, slam, the choke slam, and the bitch slap. Okay. And the question is: slam. the question is, did Cherry Jerry get anything else in, moves-wise, speaking, role-wise? Uh, absolutely not. So he just waves, comes in, gets destroyed by the machine, and then it's over. Okay. What happens after that? Uh, so after that, they announced. So machine got on the mic. Uh, he challenged people. Okay, right. people, members of the audience, no, anyone he, in particular, uh, people he in the back. Mentioned he challenged people who have been talking smack. Okay, right. and since we're getting into this now, I might as well uh, expand on this a little more. Okay, uh, this might have been one of the low lights of the show for me. All right, Why? the consistent digs. Okay, at other promotions, at uh, people who talk smack. Okay, right. So wait, let me explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do I consider this a low light? Because it just comes across as really, really petty. Okay. Okay. Look. That's okay. valid. That's maybe valid. Maybe the other side fired shots first, right? Maybe they didn't. We don't know. I don't. Well, I don't know. Right? Okay. But still, for you to address it comes across as really, you know, like man, you don't have to do that. And it's during a show. It's not online anymore. It's not online. It's during. A show it's act it's in canon for match. them it's in yes. canon for them just just right? to put that out so part of me there was a small part of me that was wishing that when he was saying that mm-hmm. that one of the wrestlers in attendance would actually stand up and would he say, actually challenge anyone would actually challenge did he, did he, name anyone, did he challenge anyone to come up he just said he just uh, he didn't explicitly name anyone so he, no, just he threw challenge he threw he down he threw a, cha- did he throw yeah. a challenge in general? yeah Okay. So, okay uh, those come up, come in, smack, come, come in. in. I'm ah. here. Ah. And at this point, I was really, really hoping that one of the guys in the audience would, you know, challenge oh, yeah, him. Yeah. Right? And uh, I was actually sitting beside Rex Lawin. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, and I was looking at yes. him the entire time. I was like, come on, Rex Lawin, stand up, get in the <laughs> ring. Gus Queens, come on, get in. Right? It didn't oh, happen. Gus. Okay. Right? And then, and nothing then happened. no, we transitioned into a hip hop number. Oh, a hip hop intermission. So it was call out, and then by the way, we're gonna go to. Uh, no, uh, the mic went back to MC Dash. Okay, okay. And he was like, "Oh well, we're in intermission. How would you guys get uh, like a little uh, entertainment?" entertainment. Okay. okay, so he did, you, um, did it feel forced? No, I actually like the segment. Okay, right? it's some. It's a refreshing take. It's appropriate to the venue, mm-hmm. and to be fair, MC Dash is. Very good at what he does. He has bars. He has bars. He has bars. He's legit. Hmm. Okay. For lack of a better term. How long did the intermission go for? 
intermission was barely 10 minutes. Okay. Right? It was really just the dance number, maybe a couple of minutes of silence. Uh, no, sorry, not dance number. Rap. Rap, okay. Number. Rap performance. It was MC Dash. <laughs> because I was going to say, yeah, God damn it, it was dance oh, Sorry, dance It okay. was MC Dash, The Machine. Okay. And another guy whose name escapes me at the moment. Okay, so, okay, so three guys, three guys rapping. rapping. It was fun. Okay. Right? And Hi. then we get back to entering action. Right? So at this point, we are three matches in, one intermission down. All right. What time is it by the time you get around to this? Just for context. Okay, I, I can't give you an exact time, pero probably around 8? Okay. So eight? like an hour from gates open. I know. Less than an hour from gates open. Okay. I recall okay. right. So match number 4, we go to a tag team match. Okay. So this tag team match was the Society Rejects okay. versus uh, Desolation. Okay. So again, society I have rejects. to introduce the name guys. Na ito. Okay. The Society Rejects is John McQueen and Brandon Ward, who were profiled on the MWF page. Okay. okay. But right? no video. So basically, their entire character arc is well, oh. yeah, they're rejects of society. They do what hey. they want, they hate the world, you know. All very this punk rock. Very punk rock. Yeah, okay. very. Sounds very edgy, punk rock. You know? Right? They came up against the team of Desolation. So, Desolation is Ali Mina, the Filipino dragon. Mm-hmm. He's another mass wrestler, and right. okay. I don't think he got any profile okay. or vignettes yeah. from the right. page. I don't, I don't remember. So, there's just a new guy, like wrestling. Zera. Okay. And the Asian Nightmare Ken Cypher. Did right? he have a video? No, he did not. No, he did he not. He did not, okay. right? And Ken Cypher is. The um, Asian Nightmare. The Asian Nightmare. Immediately, the first thing. Okay? I am going to be very honest here. The first thing I thought of when I saw Ken Cypher was like, mm-hmm. we should make him brandy good by the He was wearing the mask? He was wearing the mask. The Hannibal, Hannibal mask. mask. Yeah, the it Hannibal was a mask. similar, or the Hannibal mask or a similar mask. So I was like, hey, then Mayhem Brannigan put on some weight. He's he's not, he's a little bulky, I Okay. Right? But was he tatted up as well? Hmm? Was he tatted up as well? Tattoos and... Parahinde. Parahinde. Right? So... Uh, Desolation also had a manager Okay uh, Which is another female This was Ava Lord Ava Lord Ava Lord 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 Lord, Lord you know and Savior. Our Lord, 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 Lord Our Lord and Savior Okay yeah. Checking, yeah. So This match was a tag match uh, Of note was The one thing that stood out to me in this match Was the Society Rejects gear Okay So for a team that calls themselves, you know, society reject, it sounds so edgy and so punk. What they were wearing like? bright yellow gear. Okay, right. So dilawan sila. Yes, and they actually got <laughs> dilawan chants. Okay. I'm very serious. No, because uh, someone, wow. someone started a dilawan chant, and I okay. found that funny. It was like, well, tama naman. Tama naman. Ah, was. Alam mo mga Dragon Ball Saiyan uniforms. Yeah. So para sila ganon. Hindi na training uniform na mga. Okay. Hey. So, so what about the wrestling itself for this match? So, how long did the how long did the match go? The what match do you remember about was it? a little bit longer than the second and third matches. Okay, so probably around five minutes All or right. so, if I remember right. And the thing is, there's nothing for me worth picking up on during the actual match. I'm not saying that they wrestled an absolute shit show. Okay, okay. but they didn't put on something highlight-worthy either. Okay. Okay. Like, so say, the previous match, yeah. you had, say, 
Zero tearing the house down mm-hmm. yeah. or machine just hitting the nightmare slam and then, okay game over okay. Uh, this match was just, big just moves, felt yeah. like it was sort of there okay okay so right? so at the end of it who won uh, at the end of it the society rejects won okay right? anything happened well, good for the rejects eh? so anything happened post match not really not really okay right? so let's go to uh, we move on to the f- fifth match okay which is the god killer God the very killer. first okay. guy profiled by AEW. Yeah, I remember him. I remember the God Killer video. David with a B. David. You mean David. 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 Ravenna. Interesting. Okay. Against Hybrid. Hybrid. Okay. okay. Hybrid so with let's talk about Rogue. Yeah, let's okay. talk. Oh, with Rogue. Yes, with Rogue. She's okay, so, okay, so he has a manager. Hybrid has a manager named okay. Rogue. I so both of them were profiled. Yes. So, here's the thing. Uh... If you watched or if you read the AOW profiles at the start, yeah, uh, he, he David Ravenna was described as this guy in a born with a silver spoon in his mouth, right? Rich no? boy, rich boy, rich boy. Yeah, who is probably arrogant, you know, all the typical probably lives uh, in Forbes stereotypes, Forbes Park, sure. Right? And then when he came out, he was slapping hands with the fans and all smiling, and I was like, that does not look like a guy who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Okay. So, so my disconnect. He's a f- he's portrayed as a fan favorite. Okay. Right? The God Killer is someone uh, playing to the crowd, getting or eliciting their cheers. Okay. Right? On the other hand, it was actually nice because the contrast with Hybrid. Okay. Hybrid is this silent hulking guy. Right? He just stares at you. Parang si silent di Okay. Right? No so, talking. No speaking. Not lines. much talking. Okay. Right? So this match was fine. Okay. Right? So in particular to note here was uh, Hybrid uh, put on some hard hitting moves. Okay. Right? So he took the fight talaga to David Ravenna. Mm-hmm. Okay. David Ravenna in turn uh, gave his own, more than held his own against Hybrid. Okay. So I actually, uh, so far at that point in the night, this might have been the second best match of the night. Right. The best, obviously, being yung the opening. The opening tag. Okay. Okay. So this was fun to watch. Okay. At least a step up from the previous three matches. Okay. okay. So how did the end go? David Raven, God Killer, which is called God Killer, okay. uh, looked to have hit his signature move, which was uh, uh, the name escapes me at the moment. Yeah, the name escapes me at the moment. I'll have but to consult was, with. But it was anything. an angle slam. Yeah. It was Similar to uh, that. I saw the highlights. Yeah. Yeah. And then, right before he pins, Rogue comes in and attacks him for the disqualification. So, either way, he gets the result. Hmm? Okay. Yes. So, Godkiller won via disqualification. Alright. And then, Rogue just continues the attack after the match on Godkiller. And it ends with Rogue delivering a Samoan drop. On Godkiller. On Godkiller. Okay. And I was very... Surprise! Because prior to the match, a rogue seemed to be this loud, noisy manager type. So no? strictly valet lang yung pagka, no? I wouldn't say valet naman. Manager. Uh, manager. Okay. So to see her come into the ring and actually be the one delivering the finishing blow to God Killer was okay. Wow, that's that's something. That's something. Okay. So and this is something that yeah. I want to see moving forward. Her involvement. Her with involvement the in the division. Okay. Right? Uh, before they could exit, however, another female wrestler comes out. Oh, so, okay. 
the music, the video, the LED screen plate, and out comes Project Z. Okay, who's okay. Project Z? So Project Z is another female wrestler. So they have four. Okay. And Sigura, what stands the most about Project Z is her colored hair. Okay. Okay. So she looks to be this bubbly, smiley character. Okay. So she gets into the ring, she plays to the crowd a little bit, mm-hmm. and then she comes face to face with Rogue. Okay. Okay. And then Rogue just says, and Rogue just slaps her and pushes her away. Okay. At, and then it's at this point that see Project Z. Yeah. Then takes off her uh, what she was wearing to reveal some wrestling gear oh. underneath, and then they start okay. brawling. Not not an impromptu match, but just a brawl. Yeah, just a brawl. Brawl. So okay. these two were going at it in the middle of the ring. Uh, before things could escalate, before uh, things could get any further, Hybrid comes in and pulls Rogue away. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he didn't so, separate, but no, as in he literally. So you see uh, Rogue uh, pounding on Project Z and then Hybrid just picks her up and then it's like, okay, we're done here. We're done here. here. Let's go. And that's the end of of it until we get to... That's the end of it. Yes. Okay, so how was the whole thing? How was that 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 segment? segment, How was that segment? Hearing you tell it, it kind of seems a little too much. Too much. Yeah, overbooked, yes, thank you. That's that's the way that it sounds for me. Okay, I could see why you'd say that. Just hearing you may, maybe looking at it, maybe yeah, maybe that's a proper description for it. But uh, at that point, at that moment, I was just looking at it now. Okay, this is nice. You know? Okay. I was looking at it now, oh we have more female talent. I you know primary thought na kumasok sa utako. Okay? So and in general I would want to see more of these guys moving forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, Hybrid being the slugger that he is and God Killer and Rogue. So, let's see where this goes. Alright. Okay. Alright. So, that brings us to the That culmination. brings us to before the main event. Okay. Before the main event, Brian Finnegan comes out, the belt comes out and he said, he goes, well, before the main event, I'd like you to meet the man responsible for our warrior's and in comes uh, AOW trainer Chili, Chili Willy. Willy. Head right. trainer Chili Willy. Head okay. trainer Chili Willy. Who I'm sure you guys are very we, we, he's been familiar the, he's with. Been on this podcast. He's been mm-hmm. on this podcast. He's been around yeah, in the is, Philippines yes. for quite for, some time. And he may yes. be on again soon. Yeah. More ooh, about that more about ooh, that another time. More about that ooh, another time. But, spoiler. But yeah, so spoiler. Chili Willy gets <laughs> gets into the ring. Um, what did he have to say for the AOW audience? Hey? So basically, it just starts off well. Thank you for coming here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for watching AOW. You know, so thank you in general to Turco Torero. So Turco ah, Torero yeah. from Pinoy yeah. Wrestling was in the crowd. He was actually a little behind us. Mm-hmm. So he gave him a shout out. He gave a shout out to his warriors. You know your typical gratitudes okay. and your typical thank yous. Okay. So. I thought it was a nice move, you know. Uh, get the trainer out. Get the guy who worked, who probably worked the hardest for AOW. Mm-hmm. Get him out here and have him thank people. Okay. Right? Sure. So, and then that leads us into the main event. Right? Okay. So, Chili Willy so makes Willie his exit. He says, says bye to the crowd. 
and then we get our entrance. So straight into straight into yeah, the, straight into the entrance for no, the main event. No hype, no hype package, no nothing, nothing from Not that. Yeah. Okay. Right. So classical Brian Leo against the Nuke. Okay. Right. Who right. so, comes out first? Classical Brian Leo does his well. You you know his usual introduction. If you watch PWR before, you know he does his one, two, three, etc., etc. Okay, so, so it, he did that again. Okay, so, so his first world shtick basically. Okay. Uh, I liked it, hey, because part of me did miss some hearing someone do that first world shit railing okay. on the crowd like sons and daughters of. What do you, what do you, and, and what do you mean? Like, huh? Box box. Box ah, Yeah, yeah, sure. So it's still the same thing. Drivers, yeah. Same and thing. Same drivers, thing. yeah. Okay. Right? So, Nuke comes out, we get formal introductions, we get the belt raised, and then we get our title match. Right? All right. So, this was a classic story of the power, the powerhouse, okay. against the more technical savvy guy. Okay. Right? So, obviously, it, it Brian Leo is the technical technically savvy guy and Nuke is the hulking powerhouse okay so the opening of the match consists simply of you know Brian Leo weaseling his way out Mm -hmm. okay Nuke chasing around and when he gets his hands on him you know he starts to destroy him okay so the first few minutes of the match I thought were fine they were more of a showcase for the styles of the different men Okay. So Nuke to me uh, is very promising Mm -hmm. in that I can see him as this high energy baby face that people would just love to root for. Okay. Okay. So he's massive, hits these power moves. Convincingly. Convincingly. So at some point in the match, they start to brawl outside. And then Nuke just tosses Brian Leo into an audience member. Huh. Random audience member. Well, he, he was the guy in front. Okay, he so was wearing a suit. Okay, and then so he thought well, this was the MWF man. guys were wearing suits too. Sure. Uh, well, it wasn't the MWF guys. Okay. Just to be clear. Okay, so he thought this was and then the guy looks a little bit pissed. All right, you know, because when he Brian Leo, his water bottle was spilled all over. You know, he fell out of his chair. Okay, so, so he was visually upset. He was visually upset more so than the usual. Yeah, more so than your usual fan. At okay. ringside, right? So the match goes back into the ring. Brian Leo hits his cheap shots. Brian Leo hits his uh, little submission moves here and there. Mm-hmm. But eventually, at the end, Nuke hits a spear. Okay, how was the spear? I, the spear was great. Okay. The crowd loved it. People popped for it. Okay. And just when you thought that, okay, Nuke is going to be the inaugural AOW champion, uh-huh. in comes the guy... The ringside guy from earlier in the match. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Was it was it made clear that he was an NPC? That he was any part, part, of, of, part of this uh, organization? Uh, I realized that he might have played a role when he looked way more upset than usual. Okay. So, he was not Okay. So, no, he wasn't formally introduced okay. before. No introductions, but clearly he might have had something to do with it. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, so, which leads into him pulling Luke off. Brian he interfered Leo. in the match. He interfered in the match with no DQ. Huh? Yeah, no DQ. Uh, oh, at, at, at some point, the ref got knocked out after that. Oh, okay, so so the which, ref was out, which led to this man helping Brian Leo, you know, hit the cheap shots on in oh. by Nuke. And when the ref came to, well, you, you know how the story goes. Yep. Okay. Brian Leo gets him up for what do you call this finishing move? 
Which the one? Flushdown? Royal Flushdown. The Royal Flushdown. Mm. Is it still called that? Yeah. Okay. Oh. So the, the Style Slash. The Style Slash. The, the, yeah, the Style, the style slash. slash. The Faith Breaker. Whatever you want to call the it. Faith Breaker. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is at all. He gets it. One, the two, three. Breaker. And classical Ryan Neo is your. And how long was the whole match? Chapter. The whole match. The whole match took around a little more than 10 minutes. Damn. Okay. So the pacing, the timing of the matches were very fast. Okay. Right? So Ryan Leo celebrates his win and then we eventually find out when he takes the mic. Yes. <coughs> As he usually does. As he usually does. You find out that the guy who helped him is actually uh, one of the um, higher-ups of AOW. Oh. One of the partners from URCC. Oh. Uh, What's his name? Tiger Pajaro. Right? Okay. So he's a URCC fighter. He's their partner from that company, and he's one of uh, the figureheads of AOW. All right. So right. that was that was revealed post match. Yeah, that was revealed post match when Tiger was celebrating with Brian Lee, shaking his hand, raising him up to showcase to the crowd their inaugural champion. Oh my. Right? Okay. So at this point, uh, I. At this point, my immediate thoughts were: okay, that's a nice way to create some tension in the authority moving forward so right. you have yeah, yeah. you have Tiger who is obviously biased towards classical Brian Leo how is he going to interplay how is he going to interface with Brian Finnegan okay right? who more than held his ground earlier on the show so that's something looking forward to but of course the real highlight of that post-match was Brian Leo taking the microphone and gloating how long did this gloating go for? Uh, I have the video on my phone, so, okay, it, so it takes around five minutes. So okay. the opening well, part is just yeah. The opening part is he goes off kayfabe for a little bit. Okay. And he goes well. Thank you for attending. You know, thank you for the show. Yeah. Thank you for attending. Something we've seen him do. Yeah, before, something yeah. we've seen him do before. Yeah. And then he gets into classical Brian Leo mode, where he's ha ha, I'm the champion. You're all sons and daughters of Bob Ross and Jeep drivers. drivers. We've heard that shit right? before. And okay. one thing that. The one line that, you know, really stood out to me at this point was Brian Leo going, well, I came from a revolution. I started a revolution. Did he? Okay. And now I move on to evolution. Right? So hey. that's his... That's his <laughs> and uh, that's a mystery to me yeah. because, you know, evolution... Evolution is a mystery, you know? Yes. Right? So, so that's... Yes. That he repeated that line a couple of times. Uh, in the post-match promo, point. he goes on talking about how he started the wrestling industry in the Philippines he shouts out hmm. he shouts out MWF commissioner Mike Shannon okay. who was behind us uh-huh. and William uh, William Melvin William Elvin Elvin William Elvin whom you've seen affiliated with, with MWF, MWF yes. with Yung Ho Lund thing Ho Lund yes we've seen last him. year right? so he talks about that he talks about how it is words uh, that revolution was taken away from him. Okay. And that okay. now he has this moved works, on works. to evolution. evolution. Okay. Right? And along the way, he makes some comments on how he actually gives a shout out to Nuke. Yung parang non kayfabe moment niya. Ah, okay. He makes a shout out to Nuke saying that, well, at least the person I beat for this belt looks like a wrestler. Okay. okay. And I was like, okay, let's note that down. Let's. Let's figure out what he means after that. Wow. All right. Right? What do you so, think he means? Wow. Well, it is, well, it is very obviously probably a dig or probably a 
cheap shot or a pot shot mm-hmm. aimed at someone. I don't know who that someone is, but we have our guesses. Yeah, we have our guesses, but we then, have our you know, then, then we'll, right? we'll leave, we'll leave the this, guesswork yeah, aside. We'll leave it to you guys. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, it continues my thoughts from when Machine did his uh, promo earlier. Na parang, wow, these guys really like to take shots. Mm-hmm. You know? They, it's part of the AO. It feels like it's a part of the AOW uh, imagery to me. It's part of their brand. So it's they're part of their literally brand here identity. to create war. Okay. Right? So you, you know, I know that's how I describe it. Okay. Oh, so okay, do you agree with it? Do I agree with the approach? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as I mentioned earlier, no. And at this point, I'm just going to refer you to Mark MDJ's take mm-hmm. on the. Yung, on the pot shots All right. cheap shots going around I very much agree with this take mm-hmm. although it's also worth pointing out that we're not saying that everyone from is the company is doing, uh, is doing yeah, this right, right. Right? Right. there are people who are taking the honorable road of you know not taking the pot shots yeah. and that deserves to be commended okay, okay so well uh, props to you guys there are people who do and this is something that in general we wish would stop okay right? so that's that's fine um after that, was there any meet and greet after? Yeah, okay. there was a meet and greet, but it felt a little weird. Oh, right? Why? Why? Because Why as you know, as we were doing the meet and greet, the people, the MW, uh, the AOW crew was obviously rushing to get the ring packed. <laughs> okay, valid, valid. Which, which you know, leads into my thoughts from earlier in the show. Na parang uy nagmamadali sila. Okay. Right? So, if you want an idea of how how much they were rushing. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, like, more than half the roster was surrounding the ring, cleaning it up, and Chilly Willy was there just directing the whole show and saying, okay, guys, you know, you gotta pack it up. Okay. You gotta move. You right. gotta clear right. the place. Right. Okay. Right? Uh, throughout this time, you see some of the guys going around shaking the hands hands of the fans, interacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, we, yeah, it's similar to, you know, what PWR sure, does sure. after the show uh-huh. and what MWF does. Okay. Right? So, we got to interact, we got to shake the hands and say congratulations to some of the guys. Right? Uh, we got to talk to Silla Brian Finnegan mm-hmm. and then on our way up, we also got to talk to the new champ, mm-hmm. the new man on top of AOW Classical, Brian Leo. But, you know, you get the whole idea that it was a little bit rushed. Because yeah. with MWF, even when uh, sorry with PWR, even when you see the uh, crew packing the ring, uh-huh. you know you can still hang around mm-hmm. there. You can still pinapalabas. Right mm-hmm. here, you saw the bouncers of Valkyrie just looking behind them posingly, and then at some point they say, uh, "Circle lang na punatin oh, well, okay. And at which point, well, you know, I we don't want to cross the bouncers. Yeah, so we made our way. Real out. bouncers, real bouncers shouldn't be messed. Yeah, the, don't mess with those guys. Right? So we made our way out And that was the show Alright, so um, Overall summation And your rating for the whole thing right? Overall summation All in all uh, This was not a perfect show Okay okay. And this was not I wouldn't even call it a very good show Alright But for me it was good enough To make me want to see more Okay right? There are obvious flaws The ring being the worst okay. Of them all The ring being the main bad guy of the night Would you say it, it looked dangerous? Yes, uh-huh. it looked very dangerous. At least from where I was, that sta- uh, at least from where I was watching the show. But you know, that's something that could probably be fixed. Yes, later there, on. there are ways around. Yeah, it. There are ways around it. You know. So overall, I enjoyed my night. Uh, I give the show a 
C plus. Okay. Ay, okay. So a C plus doesn't mean uh, it's excellent or it's like can you mega levels of wow? This is there, but it isn't bad either. Ay? Oh yeah. Okay. So, so it's average. It's average. Uh, slightly a little bit above average because I do have to concede that. Well, I do want to show uh, watch their next show. Okay. To see how all of this just just see how all of this plays out. So okay, in your opinion, points of improvement, right? Points of improvement, number one, the delay before the show. Mm. Uh, I don't care if this is a wrestling promotion or you're any other form of entertainment. Sure. Delays are unacceptable. Okay. okay. Period. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll give you some leeway because this is your first show and there might have been some factors, mm. uh, some whispers after the show and before mm-hmm. uh, Before we got into that, we mentioned that the ring was late. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? But you know That's something that You don't want to happen Ever again So mm-hmm. let's see If they improve on that Moving forward right? Aside from the delay You know The ring itself Looking a little bit Inappropriate And dangerous So that Obviously there's A clear fix for that Let's mm-hmm. see what they do And in general You know uh, The wrestling itself right? oh. Although this is uh, This is of course uh, The same criticism Or the same Note point out when MWF had their first sure. shows now the wrestling could have been better uh, could be better and it should <laughs> be better first moving forward mm-hmm. okay? but in terms of what I saw in the first match uh, mm-hmm. first show um, it was good enough mm-hmm. you did get the feeling that Chili Willie really trained these sure. people oh, mm-hmm. okay? that was and as much as I was expecting myself yeah. so they, they, yeah. they passed they pass that it. yeah and they look as the wrestlers do look the part. Mm. Okay, sure. So I do want to see where this moves forward. Sure. I just want to talk about the podcast real quick because um, I think the whole thing started when they first flashed onto the scene, and their whole marketing pitch is that they are more legit than anyone else. Which is mm-hmm. kind of a big statement Clean. to make because, mm-hmm. yeah, first of all, a lot, no, not not just that. A lot of the. Uh, like 90% of the roster is starting from scratch mm-hmm. so parang, how can you realistically say that and and as an audience member how can you listen to that and say and think that they could actually be better from the get go siguro if they were an A if, if they were doing it for a while now okay maybe I can buy that just a little bit but yeah. uh, it's a tall order and then they had some pretty big shoes to fill mm-hmm. so would you say that they uh yeah, would you say that they lived up to their whole, their initial pitch? Yeah, not really. Okay, no. But I mean, you saying that you want to see more, but yes. All, at the same time, they didn't live up to that expectation. Yeah. So they maybe they kumbaga they did just enough to make me want to see uh-huh. more, but they did not do enough to reach their bold claims uh-huh. from the sure, start. Sure, sure. Right. Because that to me is where I think the strife comes from, and it mm. also pretty much. Insults a lot of the hard work the boys and girls PWR are doing, no matter what skill and level MWF. they are. Yeah, and MWF as well. Sorry. No matter what sense. skill level they are, whether they are starting out, whether they are, you know, only a year into their pro careers or whatever else have you, para to say that is to take a huge shit that I got on, on the rest of us. Huge pop shot, yeah. On the rest of us working hard there and you know just trying to get by and helping foster the scene, the local scene, and making grow. So, I think to me, uh, when you say that stop with the podcast, I think they have to look at themselves first and and th- and think about what, if they really want to say this to other people who have been doing this for longer than they have. 
well, it just boils down to what what do you think is a sound marketing strategy? Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, sure, it gets you attention, but... But it also puts a lot of pressure on, on them on to yes. do better. And then when you inevitably don't live up to that expectation, because let's be honest here, because it's, it's your first showing. There's no way you can be a prodigy. Like everyone in there is going to be a prodigy. And I'm sorry if you're if you're from AOW and you're listening to this, but that's just the way it is. I'm just telling it the way it is because yeah. that that rubbed me the wrong way. It rubbed, uh, I'm sure it rubbed Thomas the wrong way because he's been training for a while. Yep, three years of uh, doing this, three mm. years of trying to do this, uh, and at the end of the day, rubbed me rubbed me the wrong way. But then uh, that's so, the marketing strategy. I think we're supposed to be working the crowd and not each other as workers. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you can. There are ways to go about it that that can be as abrasive. Mm. That you can be abrasive in marketing. You can be, um, what's the word? Controversial. Mm. You can be controversial. But at the end of the day, you don't want to put the onus on somebody else who conceivably could do better. To me, because the the fact that you're hinging your entire proposal, your business proposal. On comparing yourselves to someone else and claiming that you're better. Yeah, it's kind of iffy to me because it tells me that okay, are you telling me that without us, without PWR, without MWF, without any benchmark? Yeah, without anyone else in the game, right? What are you? Yeah. Okay, maybe you have hard style, but if you have nothing to compare hard style to, what exactly are you? Okay, let me let me like we yeah. we know that we're PWR guys, but let me just bring in the MWF comparison. Okay? Yeah, yeah, just, because, just because just because we're at the end of it. Yeah. MWF's proposal to be an alternative brand, yeah. an alternative brand to PWR, and to be a more Pinoy styled brand, mm. they do it. It's fully realized, and it's I think. fully it's realized. More, I think it's much more realized. Yeah. with them, you can see you can see that it shows in the artwork, it shows in the characters, it shows across the board. Yes. And did you feel that AOW showed distinguished, distinguished themselves as a brand? Apparently, you can say strong style is the or hard style. Hard style. Hard style. Sorry, sorry. Just you know all of that NJPW stuff. Mm. That strong <laughs> style is really an evident thing in their matches in the time that you watch okay. this show. In terms of yung hard style and how it relates to the wrestling action, yeah, to the wrestling action, I don't think it's as well defined as they okay. make it out to be. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, why in, did I say this? Of, wait, just before, just let me sure. get ahead of you. In terms of the personality of the brand, does it convey that hard style? In any other way, apart from just the wrestling that you could see? A hard, hard style to me in terms of being, uh, you know, very aggressive mm-hmm. and very divisive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose you could call that hard style. Okay. But again, as you mentioned earlier, this might not be the best... Uh, what do you call this? Might not be the best thing, uh, best approach yeah. to how they want to position themselves mm. in the local scene. Mm. All right. Do you? Not, don't, don't, uh, don't mess with it. All right. So, so I mean, I'm, uh, personally, I'm going to commend um, the rookies who have you know worked, trained and worked hard for this. And that's ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, that's ninety yeah. percent of their roster. Good job for you. But, good job on yeah. the first outing. We hope to see a second show. Yeah, but I will not commend those who have. Um, Voluntarily contributed to dividing the local scene <laughs> because, like, I mean, on, on AOW's part, because you know what, uh, we've seen it before. We've been down this road. Mm. This Doesn't podcast has taken shots, and this podcast has made attempts to make other branches. The mm. thing is, at the end of the day, if you've listened this long, if you've gotten this far, you've heard how we feel. 
and we're not we're not hiding the fact that this podcast will be objective and will cover everything <laughs> that any wrestling promotion in Manila. I'll try to give everyone else a chance. We will give everyone time. Better, and on. we have given them an hour and 30, including the strongest wow. out of all. Wow. We have hit that far, which is a lot longer than we do for most reviews. Sure. So, okay. testament, testament that we well, have no, it's, gone. It's the whole thing, is it? Yeah, we, we've, we've, but we've discussed, we've discussed at length hour and 30. Just, let, just putting it out there. Mm. All right. All right. All right, so with that, thank you, Anthony, for for dropping by and giving us your thoughts. You know, W. One last shout out. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. One last, sorry, one one last, last shout out regarding the show or when I was at the show. Sure. Yo, goes to MWF. Oh, MWF showed up in full force mm-hmm. at the show in suits. Yeah, they, they, they were paid for their tickets and they paid for their they tickets. Paid Very paid classy moves. Classy touch. Um, I later found out that it was something that Tarek and Michaels yeah. and the rest of their Head honchos asked them to do. All right. And I think that's a very classic nice, nice. Yeah, good so, for them. Good for you guys. All right. All right. Thank you. So, Thank you, Anthony. Good show of force for them. So, at this point, we would like to ask Anthony, for anyone who wants to reach out to you on social media, what are your social media? Uh, uh, oh, I find. So, go ahead. Social, social media. media. Yeah. Where can we find you? Find me on Twitter at Sindaquelio. Yeah, yes, the, the, uh, it's a long story, but it's a Pokemon joke. It's a Pokemon joke. You can find me on Facebook as well, obviously Anthony Quelio. Uh, my profile picture is the one with no face and me riding uh, sky in a balloon. All right, right? up and, in the air. And he can also be reached at Smart Henry. Yes, you can reach me on the Smart Henry Twitter account or the Smart Henry email Facebook address, page. or you know, just leave a comment on the Smart Henry articles. Which we do read all the time, right? All even of us. we don't know who you anonymous people are, we, we are we watching. Saw it. We see everything. We see. Like, like to quote Mister C, we're always watching. Alright, Gamos, do we have a picture? Do we have picture of the week? It's kind of early. It's, 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 it's Tuesday as we're recording. Too early. So it's kind of early. It's, so Nona, I'm, I'm, Nona, Nona Muna. Nona I mean, Muna. We, because we're at this yeah, far out, but then I'm, I'm already picking strong stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just, just go watch the main event. Okay. If, watch the if, main if nothing event. else, watch the main event. Yeah, there are a lot of good matches on that. So yeah. with that, that is our wait, our, our social media. Our, our social, social media. media. Um, you can reach us at Rosewar at Kevin Camus at underscore Stancy at the SGP podcast. Although Stan has nothing to do with this episode. Yeah, no, there, yeah. He's enjoying Spain. He's enjoying. No, Spain. he's on a flight right now. Oh, is he on right now? Right now. Ah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the All right, all right. He's in the air. Yeah. So, wishing him a, a safe landing. Safe flight. Yeah, safe flight. Yeah, you know, you always want that at the yeah. end. That's it for this week's episode of the SUV podcast. May you all have a solemn or at least a restful Holy Week. If you don't celebrate Holy Week, just rest up. Yeah. And at the same time, we will always remind you: sit down, be humble. Pum pum. The tingles, skitty keep up, and the poop, 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 poop,
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.